So first question. <laughs> Don't stress. <laughs> oh, honey, stress isn't a word that exists in my dictionary. If I only do half, I'll only use half. Why did you want to do this interview? Why did you say yes? It just sounded like a lot of fun. I like crazy people. Okay. So, you know, um, I also wanted to hear about your project and, and some of the other crazy ones that you found. Okay. And a lot of people doing something differently. Okay. Um, I feel I do something differently. I get a lot of energy. I get a lot of, you know, people helping me doing what I do. Right. So, you know, it's also part of the whole karma, you know, you know paying back where, okay. where the other people have given me. How would you define a maverick? somebody who believes in his cause or her cause and 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 pursues that idea and not and and don't or at least to a very small extent care about what other people think of that okay so why do you think you're a maverick you said yes because creating a happiness research institute to many people is the stupidest uh, craziest most silly thing you could ever imagine Actually, from my point of view, I think it's one of the flipping smartest things that... That's what I thought. It is, it is. Um, the London School of Economics mm -hmm. actually developed a maverickism scale. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you seven statements. You just have to say true, false, can't decide. People tell me that I'm a maverick, or words to that effect. True. I have a knack for getting things right when least expected. I'm not sure my girlfriend would agree. <laughs> she isn't here to disagree. <laughs> Let's say undecided. Okay. I have a way of solving problems which is different from other people. True. I'm much more productive than other people. True. I have very unusual talents. Mm, no, I don't think I have. But I probably have a, a wide set of skills. Right. I'm generally underestimated by other people. No. I do things differently and better than most people when I work. Differently, yes. Better. Mm. Okay. No. Why do you do things differently? Because I think they're right. Okay, okay. So, can you give me an example of what you do differently and why? Mm. What, what I and, and my colleagues do differently is we want to evaluate and measure mm -hmm. progress in society in a completely different manner. Okay. I mean, for decades, we've been measuring progress in terms of economic growth. And we are just not sure that that is the only or necessarily the right way of doing it. So we want to propose a new way of, you know, evaluating whether our lives are getting better. Lovely. Is what you do equated to the bottom line, so money, or something else? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, when I started to work with this, I, I mean, I had a 
quite well-paying job, which I quit. Um, and I knew I was not going to make any money in, in the beginning. Uh, I think now it's still a 50% pay cut mm -hmm. I've experienced. Uh, and I, I don't think I've ever worked so hard, uh, earned so little, and had so much fun. Um, and, and, you know, that's what counts for me. And, and, and you know, having a lot of fun and just being completely absorbed with the project. I mean, I, I get so much energy of it. Probably also I, I, I spend too much focus on it because my, my brain is constantly yeah. working with this. But I think it's also, it's, you know, it, it, it's in many ways a great hobby because it gives, it gives a purpose and a content and a direction in every conversation I have, yes. in every movie I see, in every book I read. There's this, you know, you know, constant um, uh, focus on okay, what what is this I'm reading? What can this tell me about the field I work with? Yes. You know, observing things on the street, that interaction I just observed. How does it relate to what I know about social relationships? How do we create, you know, situations where. Uh, uh, strangers meet each other and 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 relationships occur it's 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 a constant, constant yeah thought and that's actually quite fun yeah so okay so your bottom line is the fun mm. i also like the pioneering part of it okay okay i really like the pioneering part of it i like that it's difficult i like that some people think that it's absolutely impossible yeah. to do um and 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 you know, sometimes I say there are two kinds of people in the world. There are those that look at the black spots on the map uh, and say, hmm, I wonder what's out there. Yeah. And then there are those that say, no, we can't go out there. It's yeah. dangerous. Yeah. And you okay. can say a lot of those about those people. I'm sure they have very pleasant lives, but they, they never discovered any new continents. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Is any part of being a maverick to do with autonomy over your own life? Mm. Yes, I like the freedom that it has. I mean, it, it, you know, there is a certain element of freedom. There is also a certain element of slavery. Yes. Coming back to what we talked about before, because you know the mind is constantly occupied. Oh yeah, this is like a. So I'm also a slave to the idea and the work and. The okay, that's a. I really love that use of the word slave. I never thought about it like that, but I do this yeah. like the, I'm like you twenty four seven. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so when you when you focus on something and you have a passionate interest in something, you also lose focus on other things, right? Um, I try and get around that by being mindful. I remind <laughs> myself be mindful. And and I'm sure that that uh, that is help. Uh, but yes, of course, there's also a certain element of freedom. You know, pursuing. Pursuing an idea and, 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 and being your own master in that project. Um, also, because my work I can basically do from everywhere. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but another element is it, I, I found it really, really, really liberating when you say to yourself, actually, money doesn't matter. Yeah. Because and that you know brings us a little bit back to what we talked about before about how we measure progress in society. I think it also overflows into our own lives. Yes. We constantly 
are concerned with higher income and making more money. But once you make that decision that money is not the first priority, it's actually amazing that what you can do. Yeah, right? for sure. Just doing differently, things differently require certain skills, talents, mindsets, and if so, what are they? I think there is a certain element of bravery there. You have to really, really uh, believe that what you're doing is right because you're going to be confronted with a lot of people who think it's the stupidest thing they've ever heard. Okay. Uh, so, so, so a trust and a, you know self-confidence uh, in your project and in your idea. Um, endurance also it's not going to happen overnight somebody said to me the other day I think you might like this this is not a sprint this is a marathon mm, yeah what are the challenges to being a maverick um, I think it can also be lonely especially in the beginning of the project when yeah. you're by yourself um, also if you come from you know a steady job you're used to having Five, ten, fifty, hundred colleagues. Suddenly, you know, you're by yourself in mm. front of the computer with a blank yeah. uh, sheet of paper. Um, and at that time, you will also have a little voice in your in your head saying, "What the fuck were you thinking?" Oh, right. I have that voice all yes. the time. <laughs> but I, over time, it drowns out, and you get people attached to the project and the idea, yeah. and then you're not on your own yeah. anymore. What's been the lowest point of your journey as a maverick? The lowest point? I don't... I don't think I've had sort of a low point. Okay. I mean, I think in the beginning, you're, yes, you're by yourself. Yeah. But on the other hand, there's the energy and there's the excitement and there's, there's the drive and there's the here we go, I've taken the leap. So I wouldn't call that necessarily a low point. Mm. Okay. It had some, 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 some negative sides of you being by yourself, but you also really, really wanted to do this. And, yes. And you felt empowered that you finally made the decision to go on that journey. So... I wouldn't call that a low point. Okay. Um, what aspects of your personality or character influence your maverick approach? I think experience in trying to leap into other projects and seeing them succeed, okay. little by little, smaller projects than the one I've I've yeah. taken on now, but I think growing confidence in the fact that some of my own personal ideas, not just the ones I was carrying out for the former company I was working for, were successful and okay. received well. Okay. So that that's one thing, and then it's not a personal characteristic, but I think it also has something to do with... Um, having people I look up to um, talking about how they have pursued things that didn't make economic sense mm -hmm. but they were really glad they did yeah. and I think the, f the final push for me to take this leap was also I had a really good friend and a, a mentor who suddenly was diagnosed with cancer 
yeah. and died uh, six months afterwards. Okay. Um, and he used to say to me that I was wasting my talent at the company we, we were both working at. Mm. Um, and his you know, illness and, and, and death mm. um, probably also push oneself to you know, uh, evaluate your life, consider you know, what are you going to spend your life on, are you going to work here for the next seven yeah. more years, or are you going to try to create something you would find a lot more meaningful and have a lot more satisfaction doing. Okay, okay. Are you born or bred a maverick? <laughs> I like your questions. I don't think I was born a maverick. Okay. Um, I think over time, I've, over time, I've enjoyed more and more not being part of the common way. Okay. And do you think your childhood in any way impacted on you being a maverick today? Mm, not that much. I've always been a bit nerdy, yeah. uh, a bit sort of like to do... I've never, I've never, you know, been the popular one doing, you know, sports or being part of like right. the gang or, you know, I've always done my own thing and enjoyed that. Okay. And, and, and you know, haven't felt the pressure or desire to um, do the popular things. But you know, it's really funny. That's actually one of the biggest maverick traits. Okay. So many always do our own thing. Right. So... Um, some people, you're saying you weren't always married, some people have said the same sentence and said, well, I've always been a maverick, I didn't have to go with the crowd. Even mm, when I was a kid, mm. I didn't go with the crowd. Yeah. But um, I don't necessarily consider that a yeah. maverick thing, but yeah. it's, yeah. Okay. How is your enthusiasm and drive and energy related to being a maverick? I have much more energy and enthusiasm now. Uh, I've always had a high work ethic. ethic. Um, but it's even higher now because I know what I have to do mm. and there's nobody telling me what to do and there's yes. an incredible difference because sometimes you will question the direction you will be given by your superior Yeah. and, 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 and not having that not having you know hour long meetings where you sit 12 people where you're thinking what yeah. Are we doing here? My first question for a meeting is: um, Is there any purpose to this meeting? Right. If not, I'm out of here. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think if you can cut all those things away, you know, what is left is, you know, you wanting to work with what you feel and know is important for mm. your project. Yeah. Okay. How do you see rules? constraint okay um, and really really boring and I'll read them and I'll say yes mm. and then I'll probably often do my own thing okay um, and, and that's also why I, you know I enjoy not being part of a bigger company yeah now 
Okay. Have you always taken a maverick approach to business or was there a particular trigger? So you, the the um, very honest thing you said about your friend and yeah. him having cancer, yeah. so that was yeah. the trigger, yeah? yeah? I think okay. it was, yeah. Are you always a maverick or do you choose to be so at times and why? I don't think I'm always a maverick. Okay. Um, I think I am in in the business sense. Mm. Um, yes, I've made also another other life choices that that might have been silly and, and, and crazy, um, but uh, most of the time I'm I'm, I'm quite normal. <laughs> okay. Do you turn your maverickism dial up and down? Like, for example, you're here. You just seen I'm doing this work. I'm nearly at a hundred. Here, I can be 10 out of 10 maverick. She can handle it. And tomorrow, you might be going to a business meeting and you're trying to get these people to invest or something. And you're like sitting there thinking, they're only going to handle a 4 out of 10. Mm. No. No, actually, no. Mm. No, I actually feel I'm quite stable in what I project. Okay. And... And, and the level of maverickness. Yes. Okay. Because I think, you know, the, the maverick and what I do is, is the project and the idea, and that's the same wherever I go. Okay, right? gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. What are the advantages and disadvantages of being a maverick in business? The advantage is, of course, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. You get a lot of PR exposure yeah. from doing things differently. Um, the disadvantage is that it might be difficult finding financing. People are risk averse. Mm. If you're married, if you're doing something different, you're the red berry in the forest that yeah. nobody wants to try for the first yes. time. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, most businesses are even more risk averse than people are. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, they're trying to secure the business, they're trying to secure profit. Um, you know, also employees are scared of making wrong decisions, you know, mm -hmm. partnering with the wrong companies, doing the wrong things. So they often opt for the safe yeah. and boring choice. Okay. Has Asian experience altered your maverick approach? And if so, how have you grown? Any, what experience? Has age and experience? Um, yes, and I think you know, my experience is, is probably aligned with some of the findings from the happiness research is as we grow old, older, we care less and less about what other people think. Mm -hmm. um, and that is a great uh, skill to develop. Yes. Right? Wouldn't it be great if we could develop that in children when they're at school? That is why I'm desperately trying to get Sir Ken Robinson. Because yeah. I think a lot of this work is affiliated to that. What aspects of your business are you most mavericking? Mm. I think there are several. I think the field in itself okay. is 
is is is crazy yeah. but also the way we approach it and the array of different activities we do and the speed of the things that we do okay so we, i think we're quite quick quick at pursuing ideas okay we have i mean we have hundreds and hundreds of ideas but once we log on to a certain thing i think we move on quite quickly okay um and i think there's a i think there's a great power and energy to be harvested in in the whole sort of screw it let's do it thought yeah let's try it out screw it let's do it yes try it out okay let's do it and what aspects of your business are you least mavericking what do you do just like everybody else accounting yeah, <laughs> taxes. Top, top taxes. Every time. <laughs> okay. How do you balance being a maverick with home life? Um, it's right now. It's actually not that difficult even though I'm completely absorbed with the idea and the project and I spend a lot of time doing it because my girlfriend is in Mexico right um, so that also leaves me a lot of time mm. for work um, so so in, in, in that regard um, it's really not that much of an issue of course it's an issue that I miss her mm. uh, but it, it, it doesn't really interfere with my private life okay. right now okay. in the situation we have. Okay. Is any part of being a maverick related to the legacy you want to leave behind? I think, you know, I there is nothing wrong with being crazy. I would prefer being crazy, with, uh, you know, considered crazy, uh, much rather than being, you know, the same one. Did you see the strap line? No. Every time I send you an email. No, what your strap, what's the strap line? Um, I don't know. I didn't even think about it, Mike. I'm just sitting there thinking, well, I've got to say something. So I've just put inspiring craziness in the same way. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Business really, or yeah, other, yeah, yeah, business yeah, yeah. and otherwise. <laughs> and you know, didn't need to hire a team to build that for me. That was just like straight from the heart. Yeah. That's exactly yeah, what I'm like trying that. to do. Yeah. I didn't know that was called a strap line. Oh, whatever it is, tagline. Yeah. Um, how how much, if anything, of being a maverick is related to give back or paying it forward? I'm not sure whether it's related to the maverick, but it's definitely related to the project. I could never find this amount of energy or passion if this was about selling cell phones or a yeah. new software system or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Mavericks tend to be risk takers. What's the biggest risk you've taken in business to date? It's creating my own company. Definitely. Okay. It is. Okay. But I think you're right. I like risks. I'm probably less, a lot less risk averse um, in terms of business, in terms of life, in terms of a lot of things. I play poker. Okay. Um, okay. I get a kick out of risks. Okay, right. I'm going to share something with mm -hmm. you. Um, one of the biggest things that's come out from this work, okay, is that um, mavericks see risk in a completely different way. Completely different way to other people. Mm. 
they don't see the risk as, as risky as somebody right. else would see. Right. That's been a big learner, okay? But I think, okay, and, and let's explore that for a minute because um, we're talking calculated risks. I mean, of course, you know, I don't like losing, but I don't like making 10 bets if I know that the calculated risk is that it's actually going to be a good investment or a good idea. Yeah. You know, that's poker, Yeah. right? Okay, three out of four times I'm going to lose with this bet. But the fourth time, I'm really going to cash in. Yeah. So I just need to make that bet a lot of times. Yeah. And then it's going to be a good investment of time. It's really interesting. Do you know actually know where the word maverick comes from? No. Oh, you'll love this. So there used to be, there was this um, cowboy, okay? Texas cowboy. And everybody was branding their cattle. And his name was Samuel Maverick. And Samuel Maverick refused to brand his cattle. And everybody was like thinking he was nuts, right? But. If any cattle, stray cattle, was found with no brand on, they yeah. immediately assumed it was Samuel Mavericks. Yeah. So he ended up with more cattle than everybody else. And that's where Maverick came from. That's why I called it Business Mavericks. Very nice. But actually now, yeah. when we're talking about risks, and, and you were talking about childhood before, um, also when I was young, I enjoyed taking risks in business. I bought my first stocks shares when I was 10. Okay. And, and I still have some of them uh, from, from when I bought them last time, and I loved it. I mean, and that's what, you know, getting back to the nerdy and not doing the popular things. Yeah. The popular things was to follow sports teams. Yeah. I followed stocks and shares. Um, I think you're more maverick than you're giving yourself credit <laughs> for, mate. R remember, I have experience of night. You're number 90, right? Trust me, you're maverick. Even in your childhood. <laughs> So, how long has the Happiness Research Institute been? It's been over two years now. Two years. So, my question is, yeah, because remember I interview serial entrepreneurs that are setting up 10 companies. Mm. So, how many projects have you been, have you taken in the past five years? Besides the, the Happiness Research Project, um, another thing I did within business, but this was more mm -hmm. a passion or, or something I just thought needed to be done, was to create a um, printed photo magazine. Um, I take a lot of, I, I do a lot of photography, and I saw a lot of other people doing that, and I thought, why isn't there anybody creating a photo magazine to be shared freely in Copenhagen on cafes, to Sweet. to you know you know show some of the best amateur photography there is, show a list of coming exhibitions in photography, you know, giving a guide to you know different isms within photography. Um, somebody should do that mm. and then I was like okay fine I'll do it nobody okay so I uh, you know I, I don't want to make any money on it but I, I, you know it would be nice if we could get the printing financed by a couple of, of advertisers right nobody wanted to advertise because you know it's a nice idea but you know show me the magazine um, and then I thought okay I'll pay for the first one um, so I spent about five thousand dollars on on printing Okay. And then it was self-financed afterwards. Okay. Then, then the advertisers wanted to find it. Okay, okay. And found some great graphic designers and some great freelance uh, journalists who thought it was a great idea and cobbled them in the project. Um, and I think that was also a step on my journey towards yeah. creating gotcha. my own business. Because having an idea and then going for it, realizing it, and experiencing that the idea that you had other people are actually willing to pay for that because of the idea, yes. not because because I had been selling a lot of uh, projects 
with the company I worked yeah. for, but that was a strong brand. But suddenly, what was the company you worked for? It was it was a think tank called Monday Morning. Okay, it was a strong right. brand in, yeah, yeah. in Denmark. But at, when I was working for them, I wasn't sure is it my idea, even though it was my idea within the company, or is it because it's part of the brand? Okay, gotcha. suddenly having the experience in creating an idea in a vacuum, yeah. and people are willing to engage with that. Yeah, I think that really grew my myself. Okay. What, what would you consider are the characteristics of a successful venture? Success according to Mike. Something that makes a difference. Okay. Um, and, you know, we're trying to make the world a better place. Okay. Um, so something that makes a difference yeah, and something yeah, that makes the yeah. world a better place. Everybody can make money. I mean, I would make far more money doing what I used to do than I do to, did today. I wouldn't call that a success. Okay, excellent. So of the two ventures you've done, the magazine and the Happiness Research Institute, what percentage, so out of those two, how many were, would you deem as successful according to that definition? Um, the first one, the magazine, not that much. Okay. Um... I don't think we make a difference in the big scale of things. Okay. I think the Happiness Research Institute, I think we are definitely making a difference already, and I think we have a huge potential in creating a tremendous difference for people, for societies, for sustainability, yep. for a lot of things to bring the world on a better track. Yes. Yes. And sometimes the person with the idea can't actually see how big it can be. Mm. So it needs somebody outside who can see, yeah, do you actually know how big this could be? I've had so many people doing that to me that has made me get to this level. Um, what leads to successful execution of a venture? Now, there's a couple of things that have already come through from your interview, but if you were succinctly answering that question, so you have the happiness idea, you're saying it's successful, it's doing it, so what leads to it? What did it need for it to be successful in that context? What did it need to be successful? In the past or in the, in the future? Just now. You know, what, the question is, what leads to successful execution of a venture? Because what, the reason for this question is, right, anybody can have a great idea. Mm -hmm. How do we execute it? So what I'm trying to ascertain is, can you imagine how much people right. would pay me if a hundred people told me how, how what yeah. the execution yeah, 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 yeah. is? Um, I think part of his part of it is, you know, burn the ships. Yeah. Do you know the expression? Yeah. Um, you know where it comes from? No, um, I don't know. It's something to do. With, yeah, somebody landed on an island, and um, the soldiers was, wanted to, the sailors yeah. wanted to leave. They burnt it. Now I don't remember. Exactly. Somebody was, just told me that. Maybe yeah. it was you. No, no, we didn't talk about this before, but. I'm telling you, somebody yeah. told me that yeah. in the last week. Okay. Might okay. have been me that. But yes. Okay. Um, it was, uh, I think it was called Hernando Cortes, either a Spanish or okay. Portuguese okay. explorer, landing in South America. Yeah. 1500, something like that. Burned the ships. Because then the alternative of going back was erased. Yes. Excellent. So that's, okay, so that's part of yeah. what you need yeah. to execute. Right. What do you do that makes a venture successful? What do you bring to the table? I bring a lot of crazy ideas. Excellent. Um, and, and I think 
having a few crazy ideas and having success with them. Mm. Uh, in Danish, we have an expression called "it gives blood on the teeth on on the, on the tooth." Yeah. Um, it makes you want more. Yes. And it 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 creates a a confidence in the ideas that you have are good. Right. Um, and I think I also bring, I think I bring a vision that my team can really get behind. Okay. Um, when we talk about some of these things, uh, some of the, some of the, when, when people hear them for the first time, uh, they get goosebumps of being part of that. Yes. Part of that mission, part of the vision we have for, um, for the think tank. Um, okay. Yeah. When a venture is unsuccessful, would you consider the main reasons for failure? No. No, could consider the main. Okay, but I I wouldn't consider it a failure. Okay. Um, just because you had an unsuccessful venture, doesn't mean that you didn't learn a lot from it. Okay. Okay. Um, but so so what um what what was the question? Um, when a venture is unsuccessful, yeah. what would you consider was the main reason for failure, or other main reasons for failure? I, I don't think I can say something in general okay, like that. Okay, fair no. enough. Yeah. As a maverick, what are you afraid of? <laughs> oh, what am I afraid of? Mm. In the business world? In any world. I think I'm afraid of, <laughs> I would be afraid of, of not having acted upon a great idea Okay. and somebody else went for it. Yeah. I would hate that. Yeah. There's a lot of people who feel like that. <laughs> you know, they just didn't take that leap of faith. How important is team to you as a maverick? We say they're lone wolves, they like to be on their own, but how, how important is team to you as a maverick? Um, I, 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 I'm probably also a lone wolf. I mean, I, I definitely enjoy working by myself, being by myself, um, but I also really enjoy my colleagues. Okay. and and. The banter that we have, the different ideas they generate, mm -hmm. um, you know, just having somebody to say good morning to. Yeah. Um, so so, th they mean a lot. Okay. But I but I work fine on my own. Too, okay. Too. Yeah. Does being a maverick affect your approach to leadership? It probably does. Um, I believe very much in having independent mm. um, colleagues and, 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 and a team that really thinks for themselves. Yeah. I don't want to micromanage. Yeah, I uh, hate that word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is what we should achieve. Figure out how you're going to do it. Yeah.
no, I don't want to interfere with that. Okay. How and where did you get your permission to be a maverick? <laughs> I, I didn't know we needed permissions. Um, okay. I, I don't know if that's a question. Okay. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I do, but but it's it's not something I've ever considered. Yeah, it's yeah. it's quite interesting. Yeah. A lot of people, the Mavericks, have absolutely loved the interviews. Going, yeah. I've never ever thought about no. these things. No. Some people were like, I gave it to myself. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. yeah. Some people were like, you know what? There was this teacher at school. Yeah. Who said, just break the rules, do your own thing. Yeah. We'll just get yeah. you through. Yeah. So that they could identify with somebody who had given. Yeah. Yeah. Some ambition to be like that. But some of them identified it is that they gave themselves permission yeah. to be like that. Yeah. So it's mixed match, mixed yeah. bag. Yeah. Okay. How are creativity and innovation related to being a maverick, do you think? I think it has a lot to do with them. I mean I think there is I think a lot of mavericks get their energy from being apart from the crowd, doing mm -hmm. things differently, doing something new. And of course, you know, innovation and creativity is the foundation of that. Okay. Mavericks tend to be learners. What are you a student of? People. Okay. I am tremendously interested in people. Okay. Why we do what we do, uh, what drives us, okay. how we interact, how we design our lives and our cities and our countries. Okay. Um, I think that's really the core in in my interest, okay. is people. Do you draw on other Mavericks in any way? Yeah, I, I, I really, I, I spend a lot of time with also people who want to do things differently okay. and are uh, quirky. Yeah. I, 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 I get really bored with I'm not sure what the term is. Could, could, would you like me to help you? Perhaps. Mundane. Yes, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um you know, if I was to move to suburbia and <laughs> and live an ordinary life, I would probably be found in the garage a few months afterwards. Yeah, I I understand that because I had. Can you imagine? This is my world. I do this twenty four seven. You're absorbed in this happiness world. My world is. I'm totally absorbed in this field of crazy people. Yeah, right. And then somebody who you know who's trying to find the cure for cancer. They're trying to change the other way. Everybody looks at the world if we focused on happiness instead. Okay. And somebody wants to talk to me about the weather. <laughs> well, how surprises. Uh, oh what? Oh housing prices. Oh god, get yeah. a grip. Yeah. It's my I'm just I just like you know, I have to I have to remind myself that yeah. they're not in my world. Yeah. Use my emotional yeah. intelligence to talk about these things. Okay. And I, and I really like entrepreneurs. I oh, like yes. people who want to build something, do something new. Yeah. I mean I, I, I so enjoy spending time with them and, and when I have people in my network I know is um, is giving or trying to give birth to a new idea. I really want to spend time with them yes. and have a conversation and push them to do it yeah. and, and find the courage to do it. Is there anyone who's a maverick that inspires you? Um, a lot of people. 
Um, usually they're much older than me. Somebody like John Halliwell. Somebody who has really paved the way in being... John? John Halliwell. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have to tell you, I think I'm kind of in love with that man. <laughs> you know, I walked home and you know what? He got up and stayed my heart, Mr. Beat. And I knew any man who gets up and tells me to sing if you're happy and you know it, right? It's all good as far as I'm concerned. Uh, another one is an architect, a Danish architect called Jan G. He's also in his 70s. He's been an architect for over 50 years and he was really ridiculed at first for his ideas. Uh, he became an architect. How do you spell his name? It's J A J A N Yan. Yeah. And then G E H L. Just in case I can't find it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he has really, um, he has played a big part in making Copenhagen what it is today, a city for people, a city okay. for people. Okay. And and he was ridiculed really at first because he wanted to talk about the space between the buildings, not having these big you know, mausoleums for architects that were, you know, in odd shapes, but nobody wanted to, you know, spend time So basically, if Bjork, um, I don't know if I say his name right, if Bjork says no, I'll try John. Yeah. Okay. Um, and his wife, Jens' wife, is a psychologist, and she inspired him to think about, you know, think about people, think about how yeah. buildings, squares, cities influence people's lives. Uh, and not just the building in itself as something that looks nice from from an eagle eye uh, perspective um, and he's just also a really 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 nice guy and yeah. so is John okay um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah that was a given yeah. what do you have to suffer and sacrifice if anything because you're a maverick um, there's a lot of you know I make a lot less money now, mm -hmm. so there's definitely some, you know, consumption I have to cut. That's fine. So I'll eat sushi a little less. So, you know, I'll have to sew on uh, mm -hmm. patches on my elbows when the jacket is broke. I can live with that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What motivates you as a maverick? Um, what makes you jump out of bed and say, Mike... Today, the Happiness Research Institute is going to do this. But I think, you know, what gets me up in the morning every day is that question. You know, why are some people happier than others? Okay. I think it's incredibly fascinating to deal with that question every day. And, and that's, you know, what it all revolves around. Um, but also I get a lot of energy from achieving things. You know, having a mission or having a crazy idea. We should do something like this. And then 6 or 12 or 18 months later, it's there. Okay. Is any part of being a maverick related to finding out who you are and what you're capable of? Perhaps, I mean, it, you, know, um, you know, being aside or apart from the crowd also gives you a clear definition okay. or clear identity. Um, but it's not necessarily something I pursued in itself. It's just a by byproduct of okay. what I do. Okay. Um, yeah. Do you like being a maverick? Yes. Is being a maverick important or a responsibility in any way? I'm not sure it's a responsi uh, important responsibility. But I think I think 
what I do and having done something differently and having had the courage to quit a steady job, a low paying job and trying to create something that many people thought was extremely crazy and succeeding with it, I can feel that also inspires other people. Other people. Yeah. Okay. On a scale of 1 to 10, how maverick are you? <laughs> What's with these scales? <laughs> we never use them in the happiness research. <laughs> no, do you know what? I wanted it to be personal. It's not in comparison to anybody else. I think it was solid eight. A solid eight. Yeah. Excellent. What advice would you give to someone, Mike, who feels they're a maverick so that they could be the best possible maverick they could be? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, ask yourself the question, what's the worst thing that can happen? Okay, okay. I think you've already touched on this, and the question is, how do you promote and serve other people to be mavericks? So one way is you inspire them because by being brave enough yourself. What's your biggest challenge right now? I think it's, it's choosing which of the hundreds of crazy ideas we're going to execute. Okay. There is, there is, I mean, there is a lot of things I really want to do, and it's finding the right order okay. and, and, and priority between them. Okay. If you could have a superhero power, what would it be? <laughs> I would really like more hours in the day. I really love coming... Uh, oh, flying west mm -hmm. because it gives you a really really long day okay so by the end of the day you'd have like 36 hours and it's I just really like you know that that you feel that you have accomplished so much during the day okay um so is, is there a superhero that has more hours in the day than the rest of us we don't have to have it doesn't have to be based on what exists okay. you're in a man about ideas why do you have to have an idea that only already exists it would be um, an oxymoron is the word what do you do for fun I really enjoy poker okay I enjoy it because there's the risk element mm -hmm. and there's the people element there's the psychology element okay okay I really enjoy that what would be one quote that defines you as a maverick? Really? One quote? <laughs> yeah, do you have one? So, you know, some people have something they kind of live their life by. And, um, for example, when I interviewed the pioneer of the Birdman suit, I said, what's it say on your Skype page? And it was in Latin, and it says, fortune favours the brave. So that was his. You don't have to have one. I, I, I don't think I have a personal slogan or mantra or, okay. or, or a tagline. Okay. I'll have to develop one, I guess. No, I'm fine mm. with it. Okay, cool. Well, you're a maverick because you don't have a tagline. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to have been asked that I haven't asked you? If anything.
we could have talked about the potential and where the idea is headed mm -hmm. and what it can do in the future. But we talked about that a little bit because I talked about the potential it has to change the course for people and for our cities and for our countries and the path in general uh, when it comes to sustainability and what drives us and what we are motivated by and how we design our lives. And I really think that we can do really great things in that manner. What did you think of doing the interview? Sorry? What did you think about the experience of doing the interview? I liked it. it, it I mean, there was a lot of questions I've never asked myself. Um, and of course it's much more personal than the interviews I usually do. Um, I seldom get asked about my childhood like that. <laughs> I haven't thought about it for, 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 for a long time. Okay. But it's just really interesting because I, I guess your questions now has also been refined because of the conversations you've had with a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and it also makes you think about you know things in a different manner and okay, is it kids? Yeah, I, I guess you know that has probably played an influence. Yeah. And, but I've I've never I've never thought about that because it's you know my 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 thoughts revolve around. This isn't part else. of the interview. Yeah. I'm just interested. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What's the biggest thing you learned about yourself? Sorry? What's the biggest thing you've learned about yourself in this hour? Now? Um, maybe that the seed of being a maverick was planted long before I thought it was. Okay. Okay. So, let me switch this off. Thanks for letting me interview you. Oh, that was awesome. That was so cool.